season 40 episode 11 winners at war this is white rice wednesday with gooch and grace and we have a confession this is the third time we've tried to record this episode <laughs> first one was a scratch so that's yes all. second one it died and we're not sure when but we're only 10 minutes in so we're gonna blow through we're gonna first we're gonna blow minutes. through and if it feels a little like that, then it's because it's, it's the truth. It's got to be like that. Okay, so cold open, once again, theme of the season, and it comes right off the tail of last week's episode with Jeremy dipsetting. Out of tribal and escaping voting. He does not get to vote and also cannot be voted out. So when I first saw this, again, it was on Instagram um on jeremy's post like yesterday so they've been releasing the first minute of each episode to different players and i watched that and i initially thought that he went to go look for an idol mm. and <laughs> chris is acting like she hasn't heard this before but she 100% i'm, I'm giving new reactions mm. i really appreciate your mm. and we thought how cool of a job would that be to be an idol runner so fucking awesome hiding idols around the beach around camp that's your single job is this i'm sure there is someone on production do you think jeff is like has to approve where an idol gets hidden they play, like, like text to they pick. have like a level they have like idol one idol two idol three they have a whole i'm sure there's system. levels of approval no. that happen for the idols yeah absolutely but Jeremy um, is not looking for an idol. He's just sitting his ass back at camp waiting, waiting for everyone to get back from tribal, which they do. And he finds out Tyson's gone. This is a huge blow for Jeremy, not only because he left his alliance hanging out to dry, but also he says in extended footage that Tyson is his number one idol. He tells Val on the family visit that Tyson is the person who dressed most. Yes. So that sucks for him. And, is also, Tyson. and is, Tyson is also acting as Jeremy's shield as yeah. another big threat. And now he just got cleared out of the game. So everyone's hot on Jeremy, including Tony. Tony's pretending to be mad, which is hilarious. Ben is actually mad because he wanted to vote him out. And Ben just tells him straight in his face. You're the biggest threat. You're the biggest threat. We wanted you gone. Oh man, you are. And Ben's like, I don't think so. Like, I think you are. People don't like me, Jeremy. (laughs) I I said this in our second attempt at recording this podcast. But I liked how Ben said that. Because it's like, I think Jeremy does. And for Jeremy's case, I think it helps him have a dose of reality that he is a big threat. And so I need him to know that. And wake up. Yes. Not that he's been playing on his heels, but that he's been used to being included in a lot of discussions. Yes. So that's made him maybe a tiny bit complacent. He needs to feel like he's on the bottom a little bit. Yeah. So, and then we even said from the start, this episode was so catered to making you feel like Jeremy was going home, which was a huge indicator to Brian said at first, um, that he's not going home. It's never the person that they're... It's never the person that they initially focus on on in the beginning. It's never the person whose name gets thrown out first post-immunity discussion. And it's never the first vote. Yeah. I mean, it could be, but, like, it hasn't been this season, really, unless it's been, like, a landslide. Yeah. Unless it's, like, clear that someone is going home and all of the numbers are stacked against them. Those are good. Totally. Perceptions. Totally. So the line, the battle lines are drawn, unbeknownst to to Jeremy, kind of. But it's Michelle, Jeremy, Denise, and Kim. 
versus Sophie, Ben, Tony, Sarah, and Nick. Yes. And then crazy idol Tony is Wakes awakened. up. He wakes up early in the morning, which good for him. Good he for him. takes advantage of the fact that everybody is asleep. And he goes to start to look for the idol, which he has been playing such a quiet and calculated and below the radar game, in my opinion, up yep. until this episode. So I was happy to kind of see him instead of going out in the day where it's more risky to look for the idol, take a lower key approach. I mean, it must have been just so hard for him to not look for an idol for that long. Like, yeah. He probably was just like, literally like ready to let out leg the shaking the whole yes. entire time. Yes. And he kept saying in his family visit interviews, he kept saying, I had to listen to my baby cakes. Yeah. Have baby cakes. To, and he kept calling his wife baby cakes. <laughs> and he was like, and baby cakes said, don't be, don't be crazy. Crazy Tony. Just be the Tony that people get to know and yeah. love you. And then, you know, just wait. And I listened to Baby Cakes, and that's why I got this far. Yeah. I'm like, I love you. He is he is great TV. He's great TV. And then what you saw in this episode was reminiscent of his first season. Yes. Jeff Probst has claimed that Parvati, Boston Rob, and Tony are among some of his top three favorite winners. And uh, the first two are pretty obvious, but Tony is not so obvious to people. And people always ask him why. And he was like, you have to understand the energy of Tony to to feel what it was like to watch the season. He destroyed his season. Yeah. He was doing things that were so crazy and moving so fast that he literally was lapping people if they were on a track. Yeah. And that's what you saw. You saw him in this episode do so much work and think, 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 think. And things that would seemingly be impossible, he just made happen by sheer friction and volume, I feel. Yeah. So it just made me think of his first season. Yes. He's crazy. So he's looking for the idol. He's... The music is indicating that he's probably going to find it. And all of a sudden you see Nick start to rustle awake and he gets on Tony's trail. And instead of panicking and freaking out, Tony does a great move and says, like, hey, you go look at the well and, like, let's tell each other if we find it. Knowing full well, he's already looked at the well and it's not there. So, again, a really great move on Tony's part to kind of, A, get Nick off his case so he can continue to look for the idol and, B, gain trust with Nick. Yep, yep. And it was so adaptive. And if anything is a consistent quality of a winner, it's, like, how adaptive can you be? Yes, um, so it was amazing. He finds it and well earned. Yes, I, mean, I was like, very happy. Or whatever, yeah, because that's the kind of stuff that like you have to do that. And, you have to wake yep. up early. You have to lose sleep. You have to think on your feet. And then it cuts to the fashion show, and it's like Sarah talking very seriously about being more than just a cop, but a creative cop. Yeah, and she makes a really strong point. Like it's a very goofy little bit. But she makes a really strong point in Tony wants to play Tony's game. I want to play my game. And Tony's game is all about strategy and moves. And I'm leaning really heavily on the social. And that kind of stuff, like a teamwork fashion show, like that is social. That's social and that's strong. And whether it's flashy or good TV, in that case it was. But like that stuff is important and it's undervalued. Yes. I think it's going to, that is going to come more into that relationship is going to come more under scrutiny next week Yep. after this week's vote. But um, I think it's fun because I think something that people who watch the show don't often think about, but I like to think about is that what we see on the beach is literally 20% of them 
on you know what I mean they spend Such a small fr- yeah yeah we only of. see so much so I think there is a lot of really weird goofy freaky stuff that they do and so I appreciated Survivor showing us that a little bit think about what you guys did this weekend on quarantine day 36 or 35 like these yeah. people are on a fucking island starving like and, they're just delirious and they have and no TV yeah. they have no nothing they have no puzzles like shit gets weird fast yes um yeah I'm glad you said that about Sarah and Tony though because I feel like they're kind of setting seeds to queue up Tony v Sarah and I yes. wrote that before even knowing what was gonna happen it's gonna be a war yeah um Tony starts to play Jeremy Tony's such a little liar and it's insane to see how gullible Jeremy is. I know. He fully believes it. Well, I think he really wants to trust Tony, and I don't blame him, because I think Tony is pretty earnest in, like, playing a different game, so people are seeing him differently, but, yes. He's just intense. Yes. He's intense in a way where you think, oh, that's Tony, not intense in a way that thinks, oh, he's lying to me. Yes. The only one who caught him was Kim, because she's a Jedi. Yeah. Um, so, you think Kim kind of has Jeremy's back because she knows Tony is lying, but she, she kind of doesn't. She sits on it because she doesn't know what to do with it yet. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting to watch Tony's game get more and more reckless, good and high reward, but reckless as he starts to gain power. So last week he got an immunity idol necklace. This week he got a hidden an immunity idol. idol. Like you see a direct correlation with goodies or a bag of tricks, as he calls them, with how he plays. Right. Because he has been bare bones nothing. Yeah, he's been, he was very under the radar, and now you can tell as he sees more options out on the playing field for himself, he's feeling a little more risky in his mm-hmm. gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Edge. So then it goes to Edge. Um, you'll get some Everyone looks time. terrible. Terrible. Absolutely. Adam looks like The Walking Dead. Well, and it's so dramatic because they cut, they they have Yule meditating like a peaceful Zen master, and then it cuts to Adam like deliriously looking up at the flag, and they're like, like, Is he gonna raise it? Is he okay? And then all of this is being voiced over by Tyson, who's saying, uh, Survivor is a serious game. It, losing can ruin people's lives. And yeah. then they cut to Adam, like, dragging sticks. Like, yeah, like, literally, like, bridge. falling over. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus. They're all, like, like, literally hobbling up the beach, gathering, like, what little twigs they can find <laughs> for firewood. When? They, they, yes. When? Natalie. Nat of course it's Natalie. Of course it is, because she's a She's the best. Oh, she's the best. Natalie finds a message in a wine bottle, and I'm so happy that the person to witness this with her was Parv. Yep. And it says extortion. New new element to the game associated to the fire tokens concept. Natalie and Parv have the ability to extort an active player within the game for however many fire tokens they want, and if that player cannot pay the amount of fire tokens they demand, that player loses their ability to vote. And if they... And the the ability to compete in, in the, the immunity game. challenge. Yes. And huge. Huge. And on contrary to all of the previous Edge of Extinction advantages, this one is negative to get. Whereas yeah. the other ones, you're, you're gifting in a way. It's definitely transactional, but it's still a gift. Yes. This is not. This is, is amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I and, mean, you think about it that way. Like, this is actually one that can fuck up someone's game yes. who's in the game. Yes, and then and then Parv is saying, Parv and Nat, they kind of ping pong between their interviews, and they're saying, who's crazy enough and desperate enough to to Pull this, this off or to blow up their game trying to do it. And then they cut to Tony staring at a fire. It's an amazing edit. That was a edit. great edit. It's an amazing edit. And of course he's crazy and he's on such a good streak that I actually, my heart hurt a little bit. I'm like, oh, they're totally going to burst his bubble. Yeah. And then they cut to him rolling down a hill. <laughs> no, barreling, barreling down a path with so his little jacked. satchel. So and like, it's like a little kid who just got let out of school and is excited. Like to go early. Yeah. Like he, that is like how he operates and it's just such a joy to watch but he comes barreling down this path with this bag slides out like somebody sliding through home base <laughs> so excited because he's gotten a rolled up piece of paper in his bag and then like if, in real time like they don't like they don't cut to his his interview his before. reckoning yes he's reading it and he's reacting he's like this is amazing he's like i can't believe this. he's like he's how like, did i get so lucky like, extortion i can't do this i'm yeah. a cop but yeah. oh, I'm survivor i can and he's like so jacked and then at the very end explains the advantage and at the very end it says this is being used on you like against you and he's like oh he's no like, this should be illegal <laughs> yeah he like immediately flips. flips on a dime but i love him so much like this is precisely why he won because he spends no time in despair or yeah. complaining. He immediately reacts. Activated. He goes, oh, okay. I have three, and I need to get three more. So how am I going to do that? He's like, well, Jeremy, trust me. Nick, trust me. I think I can get one from Ben. And Michelle, he goes to. Oh, and he goes to Michelle, you're right. Cause which actually, he went to Michelle first, which was... Smart, because she had the most. He thought. Yeah. And it was actually good for him, because she was able to... Lie about... And convince Jeremy to give one. Yes. Yes. And she... I thought her lie was bad. I thought her lie was bad, but she was lucky that she got away with it. Like, She's Tony like, did not see Tony. through it. Yeah. Like, Kim was like... Kim would be like, no way. Yeah. Michelle's lie was that um, she doesn't have any fire tokens left because she bought an advantage for when she gets to the edge of extinction instead of her 50-50 advantage, which she actually purchased. It's like... Why would you buy something for when you get voted out? Yeah. Which any normal person would probably ask themselves, but I think they're this far into the game where, like, shit is blurry anyway, where it's well, like, also, okay. also, how would you lie on the spot? Yeah, that's true. Like, what would I say? I'd be like, uh, I just don't have them. I lost them. Like, fuck. Can you imagine lying on the spot or something like Or maybe that? I would just be like, yeah, I'm not going to give you one. I don't know. Just say no. Anyways. Just be like, can I think about it? Michelle moves yeah. past her lie quickly, asks Tony for the paper to go show to Jeremy, which I was surprised that Tony gave it up for her yeah. to go show. And Jeremy ends up giving him a token. Yeah, because he trusts like, him a lot. And we were just sitting there being But like, advantageous towards the end yes. because I think... It, it worked something. out for him. It did something. It, it realigned Tony, them. Yes, whether Tony admits it or not... It did something. It built trust. Yes, I mean, he's a skinny little little liar. Who yeah, literally say anything. But at the end of the day, he is a cop that operates on, like, cops and firemen both operate on this like teamwork mentality. Yeah, that it it permeates. Something, yeah, I think. Anyways, um, so Tony 
Tony's on a roll. He gets all three. He competes, and then he wins the fucking challenge. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. I, I it's amazing, and it's Tony v Jeremy. Yes, I honestly think when I saw Jeremy drop during that challenge, first of all, I thought that challenge was kind of bullshit and totally skewed more towards men being better at it. So it's arm. Fix that, Survivor. Let's not do that again. Yeah. Like, there's clearly going to be men that can hold that pole for longer than women can, just based on... Arm strength, I think. Yeah. For the most part. Yes. But I thought, when I saw Jeremy drop, I'd be interested to watch it again. It almost looked like Ben dropped, and he didn't see Tony. Like, he only saw Ben in his periphery, because, like, he kind of dropped in a way that, like, made it look like, oh, like, I can finally drop. Yeah. Like, I'm wondering, I would love to see in a post-interview if he dropped because he thought that it was just he and Ben. Yep. I would be curious, too. I bet Dalton... We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. But yeah, I you mentioned that I didn't notice it until you said it, and you mentioned it, and I did in hindsight think it looked a little suspicious. And Jeremy and looked pretty downtrodden, like when he yeah. went to go sit but on the bench. They didn't clarify it. They didn't. Yeah, too much content, you know. So Jer or Tony wins. Not only does he like he is rolling in it. He's got immunity, two more fire tokens for having one. So he cleared out six, but now has two more. And he has a hidden immunity idol. So he's rich with goodies. And then begins the post-chaos scramble. And not much of a scramble, just a lot of bold-faced lying. Um, there's a weird cut where Ben goes, it's crazy how quick the million goes. Yeah. And we were like, first of all, why did he include that? Yeah. Why did Survivor include that? And second of all, what? Like, you won two years ago. You already spent your million? Like, I know that probably a huge chunk of that gets... Tax deducted. Yeah, but... That was weird. Yeah, I know it said, <laughs> too. Just like, wait a second. He's probably uh, like, shit, I didn't want that aired. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, so then Tony just goes kind of berserk. Like, he whips he whips up his own blindside through his own fruition. Yeah. Like, there's no reason to do it other than he thinks Sarah and Sophie are getting too close. Little does he know, from our perspective, Sophie's been playing one of the best games. Yes. One of the most quiet games. Yes. So, I think it really favored people like Tony and Jeremy, but, like, never saw that coming. I was also surprised to see how quickly, like, good for her because it allowed her, both of them to stay, but, like... How quickly Kim and Denise were ready to just turn on Jeremy. That's Did, what I mean. Kim was like, I, she's like, I know I have no more options working with Jeremy and Michelle, so I'm just gonna have to go talk to the other side. That's what I mean with, I can't, I don't know if it was this version of our podcast recording or another one, but when we were talking about how strange it is to see alliances form when we didn't really know they were coming before. There's a few people that are tight, like Jeremy and Michelle, but going into this, I would think. Denise and Jeremy were thick as thieves. I had in in last episode I had no idea how tight Jeremy and Tyson were. Right. It's like all of these different You're like it you, they're not clear. Yeah. It's very unclear. So Kim flipping on Kim and Denise flipping on Jeremy so But making was, him think that they're still with him. They all met at the water well and Jeremy was like, We're good, we're gonna throw votes on Ben, it's his time. And they're like, Yep, we're locked. Yeah. Michelle's in, Tony's in. 
And then Jeremy walks away, and Kim looks at Denise. She's like, it's got to be Jeremy, or else it's... And, he, and Jeremy kind of skips away. It's, like, really sad. Yeah, I was a little, like... But it's weird, because you watch them both betray somebody who you really like, and uh-huh. you, it's not... I'm not mad. I'm yeah. just like, oh, yeah, like, they kind of do have to do that. Yes. Kim just plays such a calculated game yeah. that it's... You know, I... It, it made sense for both of them in did. their games. As much as I, did, I don't... And I didn't want Jeremy to go. It made sense the way that they were thinking. I probably would be thinking that way too. Totally. But then you think, oh, if we pretend to vote for Michelle, then we could go with Michelle and Jeremy and actually vote off who we want. If we flip. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So what Tony did with Jeremy, Nick, and Michelle, Kim and Denise could have done with Jeremy and Michelle. Yeah. That's still four votes. Yes, but they don't have the guise of one person in that for being immune. Or, like, they don't have that power to or boost that, it. Or that, like, yeah, that... Yes, I feel like there's more safety in voting with somebody who, like, has... doesn't have anything to lose. Yeah. Or at yeah. least that's how I would feel, so, well, like... that's how it goes. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Like, for whatever strange reason, there's, like, a lot of power that floats that has nothing Around to that do one person. Yeah, members. like, you end up just kind of doing what that person wants. So, yeah. I thought it was pretty genius of... Tony to realize where his power lie, but I was nervous because I didn't think Jeremy was actually listening to him, and I didn't think that Jeremy wanted to change his vote from Ben, even though Tony was shooting him straight and being like, it's you, and the only way that it's not you is if we make a move against Sophie. No one can know. It has to just be, because they're splitting votes, yeah. it has to be just me, you, Michelle. Yeah, and so ultimately, Tony trying to convince Jeremy to save himself worked with jeremy and michelle the wild card vote that i don't understand is nick yeah when did nick get so tired well because i think tony is on the other side too tony is playing both sides and nick has been playing kind of a nefarious like i don't give a fuck game yeah so i think he's not really aligned to any side either he and michelle were kind of playing together for a long time so it's like so he's like sure i'll go with those people right he's he i think he's very much in a voting block mindset where he's like Whatever gets me to the next one, I already know that I feel lucky to even be here. As so long as we're fucking playing. Yeah, and to his credit, maybe he realized that he doesn't really have that many moves, and if he's a part of this, he can count that as something. Yeah. That's a really good point. I yeah. I like that. Okay, so Tribal's good. It's not crazy. I just think it more solidifies what Jeremy, what the blindside crew is going to do. Cause yeah, all, it set up that lot. story well, yes. and it was... I, like, felt so, like, heartbroken feeling this, like, deep sense that Sophie was going home and she gives that monologue. She's like, yeah, you know, there's, like, the overeager girl who is in Girl Scouts and debate and, like, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're talking about resume building and you're about to get, like, blindsided. Yeah. Yeah. Because she built, at that point, I think when she was saying that, I think it locked in for Nick, like, this person is going to become a threat. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. I think she really, she does tribal well, and I think that was clear. Yeah. With her. Yeah. You could see topic. Nick's hamster wheel of a brain Story. turning, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's like, I got, she's got to get back. She's got to go. Um. Okay, so then Sophie, it starts off two votes Jeremy, which for me we was expected. like, yes, that means. He's, He's not, not going. going home because it's never the first person yes. to catch votes. Then two Michelle, and then two Sophie, and then one Jeremy, and then one Sophie, and then a fourth one Sophie. Sophie. 
So Sophie she was blindsided home. one million billion percent. One billion had million. no idea had not heard her name and even she mentioned stands up in shock and she says i have an idol in my pocket dumb dumb as fuck also because if she gets like she, she still holds that idol on extinction right yep so if she gets back in the game everybody knows no, she has an idol yeah. she's having a meltdown yeah i think she just was literally so blindsided that she had no other reaction than to have a Freudian slip and say, what the hell, I have an idol in my pocket, and realize that she could have saved herself. I think that, uh, yes, I agree. And I think that that girl is so used to succeeding. I think yeah. she does not have a healthy dose of failure. And I think that was She, like, was, like, an- yeah, she was, like, stumbling about, like, I guess, like, I, I don't know what to do. Where do I go? What do yeah, I do, yeah. Jeff? Like, completely beside herself. He was, like, you're out. And she was, like, yeah, I guess I am. Yeah. You could tell that she, I mean, it was a breakdown. And then on her exit interview, she's saying, I've never been blindsided before, obviously. And yeah. It doesn't feel good. And I think it's traumatic. And then you see her start to cry when she goes up to Yeah, Ash. she goes, I'm sad. And you can, it, it's crazy because she's so mature and calm yeah. and she lost it. Yeah. I didn't expect that. That's sad. It is sad. I felt sad for her, but. And then you see the smirks start to. Yeah. I mean, people respected the fuck out of the four people who did that. I mean, Tony is setting up an amazing, a hell of a game I right mean, now. at this point, he deserves it. If you put yeah. the game now, right now. Now, if we're talking, top, if we're talking pure resumes, I would start swinging my pendulum towards Tony. 100%. Him, Denise. Denise, yes. She's, she's playing a smart game. Friends. She's been quiet since her move against Sandra. Huge move to get her out. I think Tony's been playing a more calculated steady and yeah. even game and the thing is too is and with winning your, with his own merit with like your resume you can't start i don't think you can start big too early and expect that to carry throughout i think you have to go in incrementally bigger at and bigger different moves. segments of the game yeah. yeah and i think just because i respect the hell out of denise's move against sandra yeah. but like i don't think that's like a one-time game-winning move. Like, she needs right. more than just that. I think it's legendary. I think people will never forget it. It'll no. be on those YouTube lists. Forever. Yes. But I, I don't think it's enough to win in this season. No. You need... You need consistency. You need consistency, and you need to build your story slowly, bit by bit, which I think Tony has been doing. Yeah. Playing a different way than he did before, making relationships, making moves when he needs to make moves, winning immunity when he absolutely has to win immunity, Finding idols, playing He's advantages, playing advantages yeah. from edge correctly. That's how like winners play the game. Jeremy, when he won his season, played exactly yes. that way. Won when he absolutely needed That's to win it. immunity. Found idols when he absolutely needed idols. Yeah. And I think it's a compelling case for me in my mind to think that Jeremy might or Tony might win. Yep, I agree. So in unless sense, he blows up. His own game, which is as possible as it is for him to win. Yes, yes. He's a wild card. So, Sophie goes home with an idol in her pocket. Does that mean that another idol gets placed? No, because I think she takes it with her to Edge. Okay. And so, I don't think so. I think there are no... Idols? Yeah, unless something comes in from Edge next episode. There's too many... There's... With all these advantages at play, there was too many things coming Agreed. in. And there's still... We keep forgetting about Michelle's flip coin. 50-50 is still on the table. But Kim has something. No, she played it. Oh, she played it. It's yeah. gone. Sophie's is gone. There's only 
Tony's idol. And Michelle's 50-50. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works if Sophie leaving with one means that one comes back in, but I would assume she just takes it with her to edge until there's until, a battle back. And then after the battle back. That's probably, it clears out and those. Then, and then it's too. Too late anyway. Too late, yeah. Um, I can't wait for the battle back to happen and for everyone to go to Ponderosa and then to come back all hot. Oh, like, because now they're no longer going to be on. But I wonder if they'll even do that. or if I think do... last time they had Edge, there was one or two. That they were able to, yeah, like. Yeah, where they got to enjoy Ponderosa. Yeah, God, that's crazy. You don't even get Ponderosa when you get voted out. Yeah. Man. But you get the memories. So, scenes from next week indicate that Cops Are Us might be having a little bit of a meltdown. They're literally screaming at each other. Which should be an interesting, um episode to see like which side of that battle wins will be sarah will it be tony yeah sarah at this point has probably who does she have kim maybe kim ben she's ben and then on the other side is jeremy michelle well now we would see jeremy michelle tony and Jeremy, Michelle, Tony, and Nick yeah. are probably a solid four now, and which leaves now. Four. Oh yeah, Denise, Kim, Ben, and Sarah. Sarah. So four v four. Four versus four. Yeah, and then I think they'll do one more, and then. But I honestly could see Denise and Kim being flip floppy from yeah. that side. They'll just play the bottom. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm interested. It's getting juicy. It's getting juicy. Um. Okay. Shout outs. We have to shout out. Um. PMMC, um, Pacific Marine Mammal Center over Aww. in Laguna Beach for um, sponsoring this episode. Did it's they spend us a dollar? They did. Um, my sister. <laughs> Aw, Krista. My Moda, so sponsors are treating us right, you know. Krista started watching this season. Um, she said, I want to know why you guys always talk about this, so I'll give it a shot. She's now, she loved it so much, she has bought her own buff, she's applied for the show, she won't get on over me. Aww. <laughs> well, if she does, I'll... I'll They'll be out of it. I'll never get over it. <laughs> um, no, it'd be fun to watch. You could be her loved one visit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like almost salt in the wound. Yeah, that's like almost worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, she's applied, and she decided to watch every season starting from the beginning so this is the very beginning of quarantine she started on season one she's currently on season 18 or 26 it's that's a wide difference but good for her it's literally it's in the almost 20s if not 20s wow yeah so that's one of our sponsors and we're save the seals we're proud to have her yeah save the seals that's what they do they're so cute they're really cute who else should we shout out? Um, let's see. Meredith again. Meredith again, yeah. Number one fan. And Devin, too. Honestly, like, I'm Dev. so proud of them as a couple for just diving full on into Survivor. Devin is um, a healthcare worker. He's becoming a doctor, and he's in his residency right now in Philadelphia. And just 
Devin, I hope. Yeah, thank you for all that you do, and I hope that Survivor brings you peace when you get a chance to kick back, relax, and watch it. And Meredith is a teacher, and she's having to do teaching from remote remote. learning. So she's doing a good job and giving us lots of love. They are just the salt of the earth, those two. Yeah, they're a good couple. Um, any other small businesses or people who want loving shout outs just let us know we will give you them literally just text us and say I want a shout out and we will happy white rice Wednesday everybody it's time for For bed. bed good night